Hi, my name is Jessica Berkman, and today I am with Sammy Suchalaki to bring you to episode two of Worldwide Diets. Last episode, we touched on a brief overview of our podcast and our plans for it. Today, we will be introducing the diets in the European country of the United Kingdom. Episode two of Worldwide Diets will be broken into four main sections. First, the history of the United Kingdom as the United Kingdom as well as the history of its food. Second, the different types of main foods in the United Kingdom and its components. Third, the culture surrounding British food. And lastly, as well as most importantly, how these how these foods connect to the health and well-being of British citizens. Our first section will be about the United Kingdom's history of its food and as a country. The United Kingdom is an island located off the northwestern coast of Europe. The UK comprises three other nations, including England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. The United Kingdom's capital and largest city is London, which is located in England. London has been one of the world's leading commercial, financial, and cultural centers for the past several hundred years. Current British cuisine is mostly inspired by ancient Roman foods. In 55 AD, Julius Caesar invaded modern-day England and Wales as part of the Gallic Wars. Following the conquest, Romans from across the empire settled in Britain and brought many staples such as cherries, cabbage, peas, and wine. When the Normans invaded England in 1066, the Franks brought important and fundamental spices such as cinnamon, saffron, mace, nutmeg, pepper, and sugar. Meanwhile, during the medieval period, the cuisine in the United Kingdom was further influenced by France as the British royalty ate French food for centuries. British food was also inspired by its colonies while an empire. During the Age of Discovery in the late 16th century, Britain was able to acquire new foods such as beans, corn, also known as maize, cacao, peppers, potatoes, and tomatoes from the New World. Additionally, the United Kingdom has been influenced by other colonies, such as India and China, or Hong Kong, most notably by tea. Today, while traditional dishes such as roast beef and Yorkshire pudding, Cornish pasties, steak and kidney pie, bread and butter pudding, treacle tart, spotted dick or fish and chips remain popular. There has been a significant shift in eating habits in Britain. For example, potato consumption has decreased and has been replaced by rice and pasta, while butter has been replaced by vegetables and salad oils. It seems that there is an emphasis on finer and fresher ingredients, such as salmon, Dover sole, exotic fruit, Norwegian prawns, and New Zealand lamb. All of these dishes are becoming more and more popular. 
The United Kingdom is home to some of the most famous dishes, such as fish and chips, which is breaded cod with a side of french fries. Additionally, it is served with mushy peas, another staple in British diet. Black pudding is yet another well-known part of British culture. It is a type of sausage made from a blend of onions, pork fat, oatmeal, and blood. It has been named a superfood for its good source of protein, potassium, calcium, and magnesium. Laver bread is a Welsh dish made out of boiled, minced seaweed rolled into an oatmeal, fried, and sometimes put on bread. It is also known as the Welshman's caviar. Shepherd's pie is also another popular and traditional British dish. It is made of meat, usually ground beef or ground lamb, with a layer of baked mashed potatoes on top. Some variations also include vegetables. Shepherd's pie was first known to become popular in the late 1870s. Perhaps the most famous part of British food culture is the full English breakfast. It is typically served with bacon, sausages, eggs, black pudding, baked beans, tomatoes, and mushrooms, toast, and a beverage such as coffee or tea. It is so popular in the United Kingdom that many cafes and pubs offer the meal at any time of day as an all-day breakfast. It is also popular in many Commonwealth nations such as Canada and Australia. The English breakfast dates back to the 13th century, where in the old Anglo-Saxon tradition of hospitality, households would provide hearty breakfasts for visiting friends, relatives, and neighbors. Cuisines and dishes in the United Kingdom have been inspired by many factors and many cultures. Britain is known for its food, and it can be found all across the world. However, many of these foods, such as the full English breakfast, is not known to be a healthy option. Hey, Jessica, I'm curious. Have you tried any of the foods we've talked about? I have, actually. My favorite is the shepherd's pie because I love how it has every component in it. The one that my family likes to get has vegetables, potatoes, and meat all mixed together. My family loves to get the one from Costco around us, and it has become one of our favorite meals. Which is your favorite? Well, fish and chips is, a, is pretty classic, because usually it's a safe option. I, I like the breaded cod, and, and of course, who doesn't like french fries? But I, I really want to try the black pudding. I've never seen anything quite like it, and even if I didn't really care for it, I'd still like to try it out. Same here. I would definitely want to try it. It seems different, and I'm not sure if I would like it, but I would be interested to taste it just to kind of get the culture of the United Kingdom. I would also be interested in trying the Yorkshire pudding because it sounds pretty similar to French toast, and that's one of my favorite breakfast options. But I am hoping to visit someday and try all these things. For sure. Me too. I want to go there as, there as well one day too. Uh, next, we'll be talking about life expectancy in the UK. 
and how that relates back to the British diet. The life expectancy in the UK has traditionally been lower than other mainstream countries due to high consumptions of alcohol and a high use of drugs such as tobacco. Additionally, the UK has had poor health care, which has decreased the life expectancy dramatically. However, in recent years, British life expectancy has surprisingly risen to one of the top in the world. It is now three years above the U.S. life expectancy. However, the United Kingdom is beginning to lag behind other European nations European countries in its life expectancy. Yes, it may be higher than the United States, but it remains behind countries such as Norway, Switzerland, Ireland, as well as the Netherlands and New Zealand. Cancer, heart disease, obesity, and diabetes are killing more and more British citizens each year. Drug abuse and smoking have led some small cities to mortality rates well above the average. One such city that has mortality rates that are above the average is known as Hartlepool. It is a British seafaring and manufacturing town that has been hit with deindustrialization and has suffered one of the largest drops in life expectancy. According to the New York Times, Hartlepool has the second highest stroke rate in its region, and its death rate as a result of drug abuse has tripled in recent years. Smoking rates are dramatically higher than the 15% national average, hitting around 20% in Hartlepool. According, this data is according to the North Tees and Hartlepool NHS Foundation Trust. Another difficulty that the citizens in Hartlepool face is the lack of fresh fruit and vegetables in food banks. St. Aidan's Church gives food to those who are unemployed and are struggling with financials, but they are unable to get fresh food due to the high costs of preservation issues. Fewer than half of Hartlepool's residents eat the recommended amounts of fruits and vegetables. This is largely due to the popular fast food options that are widely available that are quick and cheap to grab. Some of these options can get up to 2,000 calories for one meal. Some citizens are even deciding to move away from the United Kingdom as a result of the poor diets and lifestyle choices that are prominent all throughout the country. Many are moving because they have decided that it is simply too difficult and expensive to live how they want in a country overflowing with unhealthy lifestyles and options. Would you ever want to live in the UK, Sammy? Yeah, I, I, while there is a lot of good food options there, you know, the culture and history is really amazing. Um, I think places like Hartlepool and other places around the country are really struggling to get a handle on their uh, food situation. And if I decide to go there or even live there, I would want to help the, the cities create a better system where they can have food, um, food problems and better stuff for their food. Would you be interested in living there, Jessica? You know, I think I would 
because I've always loved the architecture of cities such as London and because of the rich history that the UK has. It has a lot of historic sites. And of course, the diet does, though it may be unhealthy, it seems like it would actually be pretty good considering shepherd's pie is one of my favorite foods. And I definitely agree. I would love to help out with rehabilitating little towns like Hartlepool that have issues with smoking and alcohol abuse and, of course, pricing with foods. And as a bonus, I do love British accents, so I think that would be fun. <laughs> I agree. It would be pretty cool to be immersed in the culture there. Um, but yeah, I, overall, it does seem that the British diet is impacting the life expectancy and living standards in the United Kingdom. But it's not the only factor. Overconsumption of alcohol, excessive smoking, and drug use, like Jessica mentioned, as well as the lack of exercise, also contribute to life expectancy. Though the United Kingdom has a life expectancy higher than some Western countries, it's lagging behind its bordering countries. Nations in the United Kingdom have been changing in recent years to reflect a healthier diet high in fresh fruits and vegetables. Just as Sammy mentioned before, how the United Kingdom is moving further away from potatoes and meat and closer to fresher and finer foods. However, the roots of a diet high in caloric and fatty foods are difficult to break. Tradition is a large part of the United Kingdom's life, as can be seen in the monarchy and the legitimacy that the United Kingdom focuses on. And the traditional foods of British cuisine are custom to the country's heritage. British authorities hope to keep their life expectancies as high as they are now. But there is a lot of concern regarding the health of future generations because of the long-term effects of unhealthy diets and lifestyle choices currently affecting young people's lives. There's an active study going on that is saying current generations will be the first generation that lives less long than their parents. This is attributed to the unhealthy diets that are currently going on with the existence of fast food, sugary drinks, sugary cereals and breakfast options. Traditional foods, like we mentioned earlier, while some may not be healthy, they are have a mix of varieties such as proteins, carbs, sugars, as well as vegetables and fruits. This is a much more sustainable diet than diets such as um, fast foods, which people eat every day. This will need to be a communal effort on behalf of all the British and citizens part but their effort will be in the long run to improve the life expectancy of the United Kingdom. Jessica, do you have any ways or solutions that could possibly help the life expectancy go up in the United Kingdom? I have been thinking about this. I feel like it would really help the life expectancy if the United Kingdom could be supported by other countries such as the U.S. or even other countries in the EU, in the sense that money could be given of some degree that could help 
to drop the prices of healthier foods in the United Kingdom. And I would also like to see donations go up to food pantries and churches, as we mentioned, like the one in Hartlepool. So that way they could give healthier options to those who are unable to afford it themselves or who are living in poverty. Additionally, I feel like it would be very beneficial if the UK decided to take a stance against the alcohol and drug abuse that is present in so many small United Kingdom towns and even in the large cities such as London. I feel like this would really help increase their life expectancy rates and keep them at a high because it would also help to help younger generations have the mindset of a healthy lifestyle as they grow older. Do you have any other solutions that you think would work? I I have to agree with everything that you said. It's definitely going to have to be a communal uh, and definitely a lot of work. Um, You know, this is not just a problem that exists in the British. This is a problem that exists in a lot of other countries. And if we work together as a nation, as well as as a planet, we can solve the issues about fast food and healthy poor choices and, you know, stuff like that. Another potential solution that I have is education, Um, especially with the younger generations. They're going to be the future. If we start educating the younger citizens in public schools or even private schools, they're better equipped for better choices in the future. For example, you could educate um, further on the health effects on fast foods or the health or the, the marketing strategies of brands to get you to buy their foods when it is, is a poor health option for you. Or even, I think, oh, sorry. Uh, no, go ahead. Um, incentivizing more to drink, like instead of, you know, to, to drink instead of like sugary drinks, sugary carbonated drinks, drink other alternatives such as organic juices, which are also sugary, but you have other, you know, vitamins in them as well. I think that sounds like a very good solution. Considering if you look at the United States, Recently, there have been many more commercials and programs and pushes towards living healthier and ditching the fast food for healthier options. And I think that we've really seen a shift in the food culture of the United States. And that could probably really help the Mm -hmm. UK if we were to implement some type of program. Yeah, I agree. Um, You know, the United States can act kind of like a mentor towards the United Kingdom. Uh, and although we're still going through the process, we can, um, we can share with them that's what's working for us as a nation. And hopefully the United Kingdom can, you know, improve on what we've done and make it better for them. Yeah. Well, this has been episode two of Worldwide Diets, where we discuss the United Kingdom and its diet. Thank you for tuning in.